Hi, I'm Mrs. W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in teaching, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's a BS in education. Welcome to a BS in education. It's number 60, which is how old I feel. I'm Miss B. <laughs> and I'm Miss W. I don't hey. know if I feel 60. I just feel cold. My feet are, we've entered the season of my feet will never just be warm again. always being cold. Yeah, oh, I've got on thick socks and one of my mini pairs of slippers right I don't have now. any socks on, but I wish I did. Ooh, but you know what I just found on my desk is these mittens that I'm going to use oh. like socks so I don't have to get up. <laughs> Check me out. Can you really fit those on your feet? You're going to look so know. ridiculous. Well, I can I'm put them on my toes. That. That's the important part. I got my feet wet at recess the other day. Um, oh, unintentional topic throw in. There you go. Um, and my feet, st- and our recess is at like 11 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And my feet were cold all the rest of the day. I just oh. could not get warm on my feet the rest of the day. It's the worst. Yeah, we had a rainstorm that was pretty bad, and I didn't realize that my socks got wet. I was picking my husband up from somewhere. I was picking up from the airport, so I ended up having to be in my car. (laughs) I feel like I want a picture of that for our Instagram. (laughs) Here, hide my face behind the... Where's my phone? Oh, yeah, let me just do a screenshot. (laughs) All right. Capture. All right, I got it. Oh my god, we have something for our Instagram. Finally, I posted something content. the other day. Mister um, Silly Socks sent me a pretty funny uh, oh, yeah. one about the. I don't remember if I posted it like as a picture or just in the story about like when you're ready to leave a meeting and somebody asks a stupid question and it had the the Squid Game red light green light person and I was oh, like, nice. yeah, okay. makes me want to yeah. kill someone for real, <laughs> for realsies. Um, so yeah, we're going to be actually talking about recess this week. And it's funny, you should also mention squid game because we're having a big squid, squid game issue at recess at our school. You teach it in Um, elementary school. Why do they know what this is? A, I don't (laughs) know. It was so violent. B, before that show came out and you know, even now when stuff is going on, I'll go, "Uh uh-uh, red light. Yeah. And then like make them like in the hallway. I do it outside. I do it in the classroom. And now whenever I say it, they're like, oh, squid game. And I'm like, no. She's going to murder us. It's the, like, yeah, let's not, let's not make this The 70-year-old game of red light, green light, <laughs> you little punks. But they do. They all play it at recess. And um, and we are we tell them like, you can't say it's, you can't call it squid game. It's red light, green light. It's fucking red like, light, green light. They're like, what? And we're like, well, that's an actual game. It's not called Squid Game. But they still think like if you turn around and they're running that they're out or they die or whatever. And I'm like, so no, that's this, not how this is works. a meme I'm going to make if I get up off my ass. You know, the the meme from um, Lion, Witch in the Wardrobe where the lion's like on the table and it's like, do not speak to me of the dark magic witch. Yes. I was there when it was written. So it'll be like, do not speak to me speak of to red, me light, green light. red light, green light. I was there uh, when it was written. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so what's your BS this week? Damn kids. Um, well, I've, I've got two. One just happened and I'm still a little steamed about it. My uh, six-year-old has just turned... They, first of all, it's Saturday. They woke me up so early just mm-hmm. screaming at each other. 
And I've been laying in my bed, yelling at them from my bed to shut the hell up. And so finally I got up and, you know, that was it. So she has proceeded to make a giant mess. Like she jumped, she dumped all the wooden blocks out in the living room. She dumped all the Legos out in the living room. She made herself chocolate milk. She got the pickles out. It's just like a, a, just a display of chaos around my house. And so a few minutes ago, I was like, uh, it's time for you to start picking all this up. And she's like, I already put this away. You should be lucky that I picked up that. And I was like, oh, no, ma'am. Like, I'm not lucky that you pick up your own messes. So then we got into it. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm having a scream fight with a six-year-old right now. So that's one thing. That's just parenting. Another stupid thing that I did this week was I found a book site online called, like, Second second sale or something because I was looking for a book for my class and on Amazon it was like $19. Well, on this site it was like $3.88 because you can buy it used. I was like, heck yeah. Hell yeah. And they were having a buy three, get one free sale. So I found some other kids books and then I was like, well, what if I just buy a book for me? So I found a book that's been in my Amazon wish list and then I found some other books and I put them all in my cart and I bought them. Anyway, I got like eight books for 35 bucks or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. So I get this package in the mail on Monday and I'm like, hell yeah, my books are here and all my children's books come out. And then I open the package and I take out one copy of The Woman Upstairs by okay. Claire Massoud. Hardcover. I don't know. But then I pull out another book and it's another hardcover copy of The Woman Upstairs by Claire <laughs> Massoud. And I'm like, that's weird. And then I pull out a third copy of The Woman Upstairs by Claire Massoud. I'm like, what in the hell? Turns out I ordered four copies of this hardback motherfucker. So I've got a book club if you would like to join. So I was going to say, so what um, you're saying is if I haven't read this one, you're going to stick I'm gonna it in the mail I'm going to mail it to you me. because does I've got Does it have to do something? Does it have to do with like an abusive husband? I think so. I, I think I read this a few years ago. I have okay. to look at my Goodreads because I'm old and I don't remember School. shit. I don't remember anything that I've read, especially when I read it on my Kindle. Like I have no idea because I never see the cover. I just read it. Hey, why don't you read the inside cover, and if it sucks, I'll just cut it out, because I'm Um, genuinely curious. Okay. (laughs) Nora Eldridge, an elementary school teacher in Cambridge, Massachusetts, long ago compromised her dream to be a successful artist, mother, and lover. She has instead become the woman upstairs, a reliable friend and neighbor, always on the fringe of others' achievements. So it sounds like she's just a cat lady. Okay. Um, I have not read this. I do want to read this. Arrive the glamorous and cosmopolitan Shahids. Her new student, uh, Riza Shahid, a child who enchants as if from a fairy tale, and his parents, Skandar, a dashing Lebanese professor who has come to Boston for a fellowship at Harvard, and Serena, an effortlessly alluring Italian artist. When Riza is attacked by schoolyard bullies, Nora is drawn deep into the complex world of the Shahid family. She finds herself falling in love with them, separately and together. Nora's happiness explodes her boundaries, and she discovers in herself an unprecedented ferocity, one that puts her beliefs and her sense of self at stake. Told with urgency, intimacy, and piercing emotion, this brilliant novel of passion and artistic fulfillment explores the intensity, thrill, and the devastating cost of embracing an authentic life. So I still don't understand what it's about fully. Um, no, I would like you to mail me a copy if you I have will mail time. you a copy of this. I'm, I don't know I'm when, thinking of what called The Couple Upstairs is what I read. Oh, there's and another it's, one There's about... an abusive thing, but then maybe it's, not, it's some kind of mystery thing. And I remember it being good. Okay. I just don't remember it. And I'm thinking of one I read, like The Woman in the Window or the 
something okay. where she lives alone and then she, like the neighbor from across the street like the son gets i don't know it's weird there's a all lot right listening to someone who people. teaches instead of following their artistic passion is something that sounds like it would not at no. all cut close to home and i'd like to read no <laughs> Not at all what I feel personally indicted by this novel. So uh, oh, I just got a text from um, Miss E, our friend Ooh. who. Uh, yes. Well, I texted her be. because I'm going to be in. And I was pretty sure that's where she lived, but I wasn't positive. So I was just like, what city do you live in again? So I'm going to totally she have lived in a, like... uh... Am I drunk? You are thinking of our camp correspondent. Who, <laughs> okay. I also, who we also went to grad school with. Miss Tuesday, who we have a uh, okay. a voicemail okay. from today. But yay, I'm going to so have some stories when we come back. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Going to be there for two weeks since I can't do a, uh, a far away retreat. They were like, yeah. let's just go to let's just for go a month. month. This is going to be so huh. full of bleeps because I'm using so many people's so real many names and locations. <laughs> I know. We could call this, we could call this the redacted episode. <laughs> details redacted oh okay so my bs which is gonna get me in trouble if any of my relatives listen but i don't think they will well (sighs) i'm at my little sister's wedding and the dress she has chosen is the worst i'm gonna send you a picture later it's so so it's it's satin Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like you can see my belly button hole but satin is also a material that has zero give yes so like it is the shape that it is Mm-hmm. And I, being a five foot tall woman with the um, measurements of the person and the baby got back, you know, where he's like 36, 24, 36, 36, 36 only if she's only five, if she's three. five three and you're like, bitch, I'm five, I'm nothing, five, so. five, zero. And it's not 36. <laughs> my ass is like 40. So anyway, so like, so the dress doesn't have any give. So the hourglass shape that it is like. Like I get it, I get the size that fits my hips, but then there's just like all this loose material in the middle because I'm I'm not as long as I should be. And they were like, yes, we make petite sizes, but that really just means that the skirt's not as long. And I'm like, God damn it. So So now you're going to have to pay a bunch of money to get it. Yeah. Well, I don't even know that I can get it altered because it's satin is super finicky uh, and gets overworked and gets like the seams get all bunchy and gross. So I'm not sure. I'm going to call my little sister and be like, I will spend $200 on this dress, but it's not going to fit me. I even talked to the manufacturer, like the dressmakers, and she was like, I just recommend you get it a couple sizes too big so it'll just hang off of you instead. And it's like, yes, that's how I want something that I'm wearing to be described. I would like to look like a satin pillowcase in my sister's wedding. That is 100% what it looks like. And it has this sheath of material that goes like across my boobs and all the way down to the widest part of my at it's so bad i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a photo very soon it's just cannot wait it's just very unflattering and i've never seen a flattering bridesmaid's dress Mm -mm. no matter oh god they're like who came up with this idea why do we do this why do I we don't do know this? why we do this. I'm actually now that we're now that we're older, like looking back, I'm like, if I would have gotten married when I was 35, things would have been so very different. Ugh. Sending you this picture right now, I'm have to see <laughs> so that you can excited. see what I'm talking about. It just this looks so bad on me. I'll do it. I'll wear the dumb dress. It just doesn't look. It just doesn't look great. It makes me look so large. <laughs> Um, all right. So that's my Wait. BS. Oh my oh, god. Did you get it? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good dress for anybody. Holy shit. No. It looks like it a mother look of the bride. Yes. It's just trying to hide. It hides uh, as much of my body as it starts at the widest part of my ass. It makes you look like ass. you're melting into the floor. <laughs> like how long it is. You look like the Wicked Witch of the West melting into the floor. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Why so choose that. Who's going to look good know. in that dress? That is atrocious. Don't tell her. She thinks it's so pretty. And I'm just like, do you really? Which I haven't said that to her yet. I was about to say, well, did you send her this picture? Like, good pick. Yeah. And she still chose it. (laughs) What a butthole. She doesn't care. Uh, She does not care. (laughs) See, but now my big sister is a teacher. So she listens to our podcast sometimes. So I'm like, no, don't listen. She'll be cool. She'll be cool. (laughs) She won't rat you out. I don't think so. No drama. (laughs) That's what my husband keeps saying. He's like, just tell her you don't like it and she'll kick you out of the wedding. And I'm like, there you go. That is 100% true. Oh, my God. Or just buy her like a shitty wedding present and you also (laughs) might get kicked out. You want me to show up with my kids and stay at her apartment, stay at her house again? Oh, my God. So good. Yeah, that's what this episode's going to be called. Redacted. (laughs) Redacted. Or Miss W is in so much trouble. Uh, Awesome. Well, um, let's. Let's uh, talk about recess. Let's talk about recess or the yeah. lack thereof. Tell me about these articles that you found that I have not. Okay, so I, I have one that's from the Hartford Current, which does like a, uh, a kind of like the history of recess. And this mm-hmm. is from this article's old. It's actually almost 20 years ago. It started to swing what? back the other way. Yeah, okay. I know, right? So if you've been teaching for, I don't know, 10-ish years, you, or even five years, you will probably recall that in in the last five years or so, there has been a swing back to recess because um, recess has gotten cut at a lot of schools so that they have more Mm -hmm. instructional time. But then all these studies came out that was like, hey, guess what? Turns out seven-year-olds don't perform real well when you have them just learning for eight hours straight. Their brains just kind of stop working. So I think that this particular article I found is a good... um, I don't know, like snapshot of what was happening. It's a it's a snapshot of like everyone uh, making these quick reaction or like making mm-hmm. these decisions without actually having study or like thinking about it or sitting in the classroom. Right. So it talks about recess in the 1800s. So they go back to like journals and stuff from teachers mm-hmm. and talk about the earliest times they can find speaking of recess. So they're like, even in the 1800s, let's see, uh, here's a here's a good quote from the early 1900s. And this is from a neurologist, um, which says an education that provides a child simply with desk work to the exclusion of physical exercise or an education that taxes a child too much in one direction such as music or drawing are also uh, attended by grave dangers so it's basically saying like it's got to be well balanced they even knew this in 1910 Hmm. there's this great uh quote from a from a headmaster at a school that I guess he wrote in his journal where he's talking about recess with, and this is like one school, you know, schoolhouses. That's how it was back Mm -hmm. a bazillion years ago. And it says he's referring to the ruler that he has. uh, And he says, now I don't want to use this. So he's talking about smacking kids with a ruler, which was pretty commonplace, even when my dad was in school. Oh, yeah. My mom talks about it. Now, I don't want to use this. I want to be friends, but I'm going to be the master in this school. 
Now we'll go out into the yard and wrestle and play all you want, but inside I'll not allow it. So he's basically saying like outside the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Outside the school, we're gonna we're gonna have fun. But inside the school, this is school. It's business time. So it goes through and talks about the amount of recess that most students get today or they did in yeah. you know 20 years ago so before i talk about that how much how, what age are your kids and what like at your school and how much recess do they get so at our elementary school there is <laughs> right after their 30 minute lunch break there is a 30 minute time for recess and bathroom break but the legislation legislation the the bosses at school say that it's really just 15 minutes recess because then it takes them 15 minutes to get the whole class in and out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, our particular grade level, we stretch that as far as we possibly can. And we tell the right. kids, like, when we blow the whistle to line up, if you don't get over here fast and get in and out of the bathroom, we're going to have to extend bathroom right, time bathroom and shave time. it off recess. So we've been shaving time off of bathroom to put it back into recess. So we right. do more like 20 minutes. But I still feel like it's not enough because our school day is so friggin' long. And it's just and one recess. It's just one recess. Okay. And they, they have PE twice a week for an hour. But still, that's not that's just not enough for kids to get all their shit out. And so as teachers, we're encouraged to have them moving around as much as possible and taking brain breaks and stuff. But there's no better brain break than like 10 minutes to run around outside and come back in. Mm-hmm. So they added this part of the school day in our district to close that educational gap because all these kids are falling behind. So in, instead of examining standards and saying, hey, these are unrealistic, in, if you know if 75% of the kids are not meeting those standards or stru- or having to put in extra work to achieve those standards, maybe the standards are wrong. But instead of looking at that, they're like, well, we're going to add 30 minutes to the school day, but that's 30 minutes of extra instructional, instructional time, time for right. those kids. And the everybody else who long. doesn't need it is just going to sit around and do you know, academic centers or whatever. So they just don't, they don't get a break. And then after school, we're supposed to give them homework, which I don't mm-hmm. agree with at all if they've been in school Yeah, my, that um, long. the elementary school where I last taught did not do homework. That doesn't yeah. count reading. You still have to do reading every day. Read. But they did not, because it was like all the studies show that it doesn't do dick. It doesn't it's not do anything. doing anything. I think no. it's different when this, once they get into middle school. But at yeah. this age in elementary, homework is not beneficial. No, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. They're already stressed out. There's too much, there's, there's too much on their little developing brains. And they're learning so many things for the very first time in elementary school. And they're going through so many developmental changes. They just, they need those breaks and they're not, they're not there. Um, and I'm always jealous when I read articles about other schools that are getting their big recess breaks. Mm-hmm. I'm really very jealous of them because I wish we had I, that. I think it's pretty standard with the exception of kindergarten to only have one recess mm-hmm. break. So the way we had it at my school was there was a 45 minute break that included lunch. Mm-hmm. So once they were done eating, they, they could go, go out and play. Yeah. Right. But just like standing in line, even if they ate super fast, lunch was going to take them 25, 30 minutes because you have to stay. uh, I mean, maybe if you're the very first class that's in line and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But I think having a morning and an afternoon recess would be so beneficial. So good for their brains. But it's like, I understand that it's hard to get the get the staff because what ends up happening is they're like, well, teachers are allotted this much 
break time, planning time during the day. Mm -hmm. So they try to make that happen during the recess and lunch break, but then there's nobody to cover it. So then it just either recess, they'll they'll do an inside recess instead because there's one adult watching a hundred kids and they all just have to like Mm -hmm. put their head down. So it's such a fucking joke. So let's talk about um, what recess was up until the late 70s, early 80s is when they started changing it and making recess smaller that's when we if you were around in the 80s you will remember the i had this there was this like it's like space race except for it was for education and it was against asian countries i do remember that do you remember that everybody in asia was better at math they're so much better at math and so they're so much smarter than y'all so you need to like get your shit together they're still better at math and still smarter than us so yes yes doesn't work um, we need to do a show on that because I would love to see like where that panic came from. Did it come from like was there an episode of like Donahue? A, like a cold, right? Was there a Cold War of right education of education? Um, so so before that started, before our our uh, space race for education, it said that students were typically given a twenty minute morning and afternoon recess with an hour and 20 minutes for lunch holy shit because many students didn't eat lunch on campus they would walk home home. and eat lunch and then come back wow isn't that nuts so they had two hours of breaks for the whole day that also makes great that was more sense though because everybody now is so smother mother about everything like i don't i don't know if there are latchkey kids anymore i'm sure there are but i'm sure it's also very hush hush like oh i was your daughter's age with a key to my house around my neck and by house, yeah. I mean two-bedroom apartment that we lived in. <laughs> but st- but that's what I'm saying is, like, you can't – they don't – people don't do that now. Like, no, not kids at all. have to be supervised constantly because of, you know, how society is with mm-hmm. children. So – but in the 70s, kids were free-range, man. Like Hell, yeah, they were. They were walking all around and doing whatever, making their own damn sandwiches and picking up their own damn – pickle messes and stuff and not talking back to their moms about it because they would get slapped upside the head. Um, but that, <laughs> things are different now. That's crazy. I would love like a ham and cheese sandwich on like white bread with like pickles. Oh, sounds, God, sounds so good. Like the kind of like sandwich that you'd have in an ice, like in an ice chest when you're going to the beach. Yeah. Oh God, that, I don't know why that sounds on so it. good. Yes, it sounds <laughs> like so good to me right now. Food. I'm getting so like nostalgic. I was thinking about your kids oh. this morning. Oh, I need to buy your son a present. Uh, my husband and I discussed it. Would he prefer like a like a uh, an Xbox gift card so he has Xbox money or as my husband said a really fucking cool controller <laughs> oh let's do fucking cool controller okay yeah. I feel like he had like opinions and it was like oh okay yes go pick him out yeah, the really fucking cool controller shit I don't know yeah <laughs> I was thinking about your kids this morning and I was like god I would love to take um I'd love to take both of them to either Disney World or Universal and it was like but that would just be the be the worst well you don't have to take the oldest because <laughs> that's what i was gonna say he I was like... told me did i tell you what he said about disney a couple of weeks ago no but i was little i was, was i was like... fantasizing about bringing your daughter oh to like disney world or something but then i was like what about what would i do he for big brother he, shit i know he, he won't but, so he'd just get like an envelope with 500 dollars from nanny because i'd for be like real. here's my guilt present <laughs> Yeah, so I, she was like, oh, I miss Disney World. I was like, all you have to do is tell Gongi. Yeah. And she and goes, do I have to go? And I was like, do you have to go to Disney World? Right. 
like, what if I don't want to go? I was like, then you stay home with dad and pop and y'all can just be grumpy together. And Well, my husband won't do it either. So we need to just do a girl's trip. And then, I don't know, here's $500 of Dave and Buster's cash. Go play video games. Like bowling gift cards or whatever. I don't know. God, what a nerd. How did we get off on this tangent? Oh, it was me being a terrible godmother who did not get your son a present. Because I always... It's always like three days before Halloween, and then I go, oh, fuck. It's, it's, it's his birthday's in a couple yeah. days. Damn it. What am I going to get him? And then I just end he up putting it so off. so hard to buy for. Like, I was already dreading Christmas because we got him uh, the the X. Did I tell you that he was grounded when he yes. got his Xbox? Okay. <laughs> yes, you did. So I couldn't remember if we talked about that. So I already got him the Xbox, and then I was like, well, shit, what do I get him for Christmas? Because that's all he wants except a gaming computer. And I'm right. not dro- I'm not buying you a fucking gaming computer so my husband's like i really want to buy him like i want to buy him like a good bow and i'm like awesome there's 400 bucks merry christmas that's it so challenging recess though so i remember i don't remember how long my recess was as a kid i do vaguely remember there being two breaks though yeah i feel like like i had a morning and an afternoon one yeah and i don't kids have no concept of time so i don't remember how long they were but i remember like there were just some tires out there that mm-hmm. we could like stack them up and like flip them over and stuff. And we would set up, we would do pretend talk shows with them. Yes. Like this was right when Jerry Springer came out. And so we would like <laughs> fight over who got to be the host and like, what was the thing going on at our little Catholic school? And then we would set up the tires and then you would get mad and like flip it over on the TV show. I just remember like just stupid. You just need that brain break. Yes. Because I was not a physical kid. Like, I didn't want to play basketball or anything, but I needed that just, like, stupid time to to just steam, like, blow off some steam. It's so important. And I find myself at the end of the day, because that's when I teach math, they are so brain dead and they're so naughty that I'm like, I, I yeah. am not getting any of this. This is so right. terrible for you It's not clicking. Like, I can tell that it's not clicking. Oh, yeah. They're all over the place. All mm. over the place. And then also open concepts. So there's so much noise and it's just like, well, I need you to over. do a video. I'm having such a hard time picturing how you do that. School gonna, is. You have to do a video. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll send you one. It's All right. So cool. Hey, let's take a quick break and then we're going to talk about some games that we played as children <gasps> that are not allowed anymore. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back. Let's talk about games that we can't play anymore. Hey, so I found some, uh, I found an article that lists 11 games that we can't play anymore on the, at recess. And some of them are stupid. Some of them are like, oh, I 100% played this with children in the last two years. But I thought we'd go through them. Um, So the first one is musical chairs. I feel like I can play musical chairs. If you can't play it, you don't have control over your class. Right? I would think so. What? I feel oh. like I've played musical chairs in the last year. Ba- this says that schools could have banned it because they couldn't clear the music rights. Are you I think this, this and idiot, selling no, I, it? I think this idiot is trying to be funny and he's just not funny. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> some of the other ones he makes jokes that I'm like, you're stupid. Is that a joke or um, is it not? Okay. I think that's supposed to be a joke. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've definitely played musical chairs in the last five years. Totally. Um, all right. The next one is 100% true. This is what I always think of, and it is Red Rover. Mm, I can't I remember the last time. I loved playing Red Rover. You just, like, almost get your arm pulled out of the socket. You get, you get to clothesline. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> get to clothesline somebody that you don't like. Yeah. Shit, that was good. So you good. You target, target the weak, the weak link. 
Hell to see yeah. you could go through. Oh man, it's great. All right, what about dodgeball? Do you think kids still play dodgeball? They do play dodgeball. They just don't play with those hard rubber balls that we played with. Okay, they have, like, they're those just softer. softer now? Yeah, those soft balls like that you can still throw them with some velocity. It's like those balls they use at little gym and stuff, or that you squeeze and they like yes. hold your fingerprints still... for a second. Well, no, not even those. They're full of air, but it's like a latex, not oh, latex because okay. kids are allergic, but it's not those hard rubber balls. Okay. Because those would, like, if you got smacked upside the head with that, that was a that was a real thing. Um, yeah, I mean, totally great. worth it because dodgeball yeah. is amazing. But yeah, you can play with these soft balls, but they don't make that satisfying, like, smacking. That's that thump. Bonk mm. sound. Oh, Feels so good. So good. <laughs> mm. All right. How about, how are you at tetherball? I friggin' love tetherball. Was not good at it. Loved Me it, neither. So I'm very short. The only time I could win is if you could hit it at just the right angle where mm-hmm. you just smack the shit out of it down at mm-hmm. a really sharp angle. So then it swings up over your opponent's it. head yeah. and goes like, fruit, 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 fruit. that's it. it. That's it. it. But but I wasn't very good at it. There was always a long line for tetherball. Mm-hmm. Was your tetherball pole? This is what mine looked like. It was an empty tire that they poured concrete yep, into. In there. Yep, cement, yeah, and then like stuck a, a pole in it. And it was a like a fence pole, like a mm-hmm. chain link fence pole. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and it was like 100%. It was like, oh, one of the custodians just made this. That's yes. what this is. Absolutely. This wasn't bought anywhere. Just Absolutely. a custodian. This was his This was his task for the day. And mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, so yeah, see, this one's another bad, stupid joke. And it says like, uh, jinx. That even... this game is, uh, or Omi Coke. It says it's just one step away from Taco Bell sponsored math class. It's like, Hello. you're stupid. Yes, it's just a, you're bad it's at hilarious. jokes. Okay. I'll still link this in the article if you want to, okay. or in the show notes if you want to make fun of them. Stupid, shitty jokes. Um, no, I still say Omi Coke and Jinx to people. Totally. Yeah. I don't think there's anything Binge wrong Poke, with that. Omi Coke. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, King of the Hell. I used to love this shit. So fun. But yeah, if you don't know this do game. This. There's a little hill, and you just push people off of push it. Push people off of it when they try to get on, on the top. It. Yep, that's it. That's the whole game. <laughs> Shoving people down a hill. Oh, the next one's pretty great. It just says smearing anyone. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> we can't say smear the anymore. I don't remember this game though. You didn't play this? No. Oh my! You didn't play. Sm- we did not play. Sm- okay, so. Uh, I think it was just because the two words rhymed. I didn't yeah. have anything to do with, any, to do anybody's, with um, anybody's yeah. sexuality. It's just like if you were it, then everybody tried to tackle you. <laughs> oh, oh, then yeah, we played that. Okay, <laughs> that's all it is. We called it that. Yeah, we just didn't call it. That. I don't okay. know how it switched or if you just like called someone out when you ran outside and then everybody tried to do it or what that's so funny you didn't okay. play that game that's that's oh, no we played so it i just i don't remember what we you called just didn't it. call it that oh we definitely called it that that's so funny okay. oh punch buggy's good i still do that yeah i do it but no my kids have no idea what that is yeah um snowball fights still happen 100 percent. maybe we don't you know Spray them with water anymore and let them sit outside so that they freeze into a solid or put a rock in the middle and then (laughs) and then squirt it with water a little bit. Maybe we don't do that anymore. Maybe not. Um, Oh, this is a good one I forgot about. Uh, Do you remember? We didn't call it this. They're calling it crack the whip, um, where you make a long chain. And everybody holds hands and then you start running. So you just try to, try to whip to the kid at the off. back. <laughs> yes, you try to make them fall off the end. So and it's great. just like everybody yanking at the same time. If you, It's yeah. teamwork. It's team building it's teamwork. activity. 
Yeah. If you work together. It's and, all kids and, playing together. Like mm-hmm. all of these games involve, they don't involve athletic prowess. They don't mm-hmm. involve like any skill. It's just like hanging out with other kids and shoving them around and not being a little bitch about it. If Hell yeah. You get hit hard. Like that's, that's what it is. This says that people can't play Duck, Duck, Goose anymore. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. I feel like I've seen kids playing Duck, Duck, Goose recently. Yeah. I actually play it with my older kids, too. I call it Duck, Duck, Blank. And I make it a theater exercise. And you can give them, like, a category. Like, it can be Duck, Duck characters in this play. And then they have to walk or move like that character. That animal. That's fun. So when I do it with little kids, I do Duck, Duck, Blank, and it's different animals. Um, and eventually they get clever and they try to do like snails and stuff. And it's oh, very cute. Fun. And it takes forever. Uh, when I tried to do it with middle school, it definitely got like crazy. Oh, <laughs> Somebody's going to fall off. The, nothing the goes the well stage. in middle school. Nobody. No. They don't know their bodies. They don't know anything. <laughs> they do hey, not. at the bottom of this article, um, there's also an important article that you may also like called 11 Kissing Games Ranked from Most <laughs> to Least Innocent. So if you guys are looking for stats on that, you can also get an oh, this, 11th list about this that. This poor guy is terrible terrible at writing. This whole website is a, like a list of 11 things. This is so stupid. So strange. Oh, I was just being lazy and didn't want to think of all the games we couldn't play anymore. So, oh, well, what about did you... you one? Go ahead. Yeah. At our school, uh, tag is outlawed because there's so many kids like on our last episode that we talked about who have yeah. no emotional regulation oh. skills that you can't play tag because it turns into a punch fight every single time. So oh, do you have any sort of, this is more having to do with our last episode, but at, uh, when I taught elementary last, we had a, like a school-wide behavior plan. Mm -hmm. We did clip charts. Everybody had clip charts. Uh, but some kids, when you clip mm -hmm. them down, they lose their fucking mind. Lose their minds and then it's over. So, yeah. So, so just like not being able to play tag. Do y'all, do you have a clip chart or anything in your room? So ours is, we're a, we're a PBIS school, which is the positive behavior thing. So everything is like, yay to everything's, everybody's great. And then when somebody is not being great, we just do a reteach. And so at recess, we'll pull them aside and we have like a little flip chart, like how to handle when you don't get your way in class. And we like reteach the skill. And then we have, it's very scaffolded, but everything is very positive. And the whole mindset is these kids don't know how to act right because somebody never taught them. So we're going to teach them how to act right. And for the most part, I feel like for most kids, it's actually pretty effective because a lot of them just don't know, like they don't know how to act, you know, that sometimes you have to act differently at school than you might act at home. But sometimes there's those other kids where you're like, you just need a good old fashioned detention, baby. But we yep. don't do detention, so I know because they live at school already. If they there, added so on many detention hours. duty, I would be like, "Are you going to have the custodian supervise it?" Because right, I who's going to do this? I'm not. So Ooh. my school tried to do. They try to have playground monitors. So it's like you're going to hire somebody for an hour and a half in the middle of the day, uh-huh. and you're going to pay them seven dollars an hour. It's so weird that you can't find anybody. So weird. Yeah, it's weird that nobody wants that job. <laughs> yeah, to be the playground police. So strange. Oh, man. Do you have any, like, really fond recess memories as a child? Um, I remember I had, when I was in kindergarten, kindergarten had their own separate playground. And loved it. And we had this um, fireman's pole. So you would go up to the top of this 
structure and there was mm-hmm. a hole in the middle and you would slide down this fireman's pole How and i fun. thought it was the fucking coolest yeah until somebody fell off and like got a concussion and then they and then closed up the hole so now it's just playground. like a platform with a pole with at a the top and the bottom <laughs> that sucks <laughs> yes um, well besides jerry springer there was also at one of my schools there was this really old oak tree and the roots kind of stuck out of the ground yeah. in this like spiral formation so we would play hidden staircase and we would like Ooh. make up like where did the staircase go and then like we would be in this magical land i was such a nerd oh you were um, a nerd such so a nerd cute but i also i loved red rover i loved it when somebody would bring a kickball and we would have kickball games that was always really fun um I love spontaneous dodgeball. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, what about Foursquare? Did you play that? Yeah, we played Foursquare sometimes. Yeah, I, don't I didn't like the it as much because it the felt ball and very, stuff. You have to like stay in your square or something. Yeah, I don't think I was very I good know. at it. I remember Ooh. that being a big thing. Sometimes they would bring out, well, maybe that was just in PE. I'm thinking about those squares with the wheels on the bottom that you would get your fingers chopped off yes. on. Yes. I think that was more in PE, though. I think that was more in PE. Man, I love that. What were the use love. of those? Like, who, who, was the like the amazing PE equipment that sold this to all of the schools in the eighties? Because what? Well, because it was the eighties. They weren't. Are these like about... scooty wheel things? Dude, they yeah, were fun your... as hell. Yeah, they were fun. But they in the eighties they weren't worried about like all the liability of kids losing fingers and <laughs> fingernail shit about that. Yeah, no. parents were so chill back then. Mom walks in with a Marlboro hanging out of her mouth. That's right. I'm like miss. I got a pencil sticking out of my eye, and she looks at me and goes, "What did you do? What'd you do?" <laughs> Would you, how'd you let that happen? Exactly. I remember in PE one time, um, there was a girl wearing hoop earrings and her earring got Yikes. stuck in the volleyball Ugh. net and it ripped Ugh. out of her no, ear. thank you. It ripped out of her ear. So then, then the, the uniform code said you can't wear anything but stud earrings. Like I, mm-hmm. I vividly remember, I mean, who wouldn't remember that? It was so traumatizing. Oh, I remember uh, a girl's like, kneecap slid out of place do you know <gasps> what i'm talking about uh like and they had to like get like... an office chair and like roll yes. her asset that was real that's nasty i remember um we were doing spider swing we would do where one kid's face is forward and the other kid sits on your lap but they're yeah. facing the other way so you're face to face and we would do that and one girl got really, really high and like fell backwards oh, off no. the thing, and she broke both of her arms when she landed oh, on the ground. No. It was lucky she didn't break her back the way she landed. Right. Oh, but, oh, man, you know when you would swing so high that the chain would like jump on go, the and you go on go. the swing. Yes. Could you mm-hmm. once you get past that? I don't know. There's some physics term, I'm yeah, sure, some. for once you get past being parallel to the, the ground. It like, whoop, boom, oh, that was the so horizontal fun. meridian is what I'm going to call it. Is that really what it is? No, it is not. Oh, I totally I two believe words you. together. I am. Oh, shit, I'm good at that. <laughs> horizonal meridian. That sounds not like an answer on Jeopardy. Thing. Oh, it does. I'm into it. I would not do it. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, Let's see. Uh, is there anything else we need to cover before we scream in the scream on the playground? Um, I guess we could just start screaming on the playground. I I just miss it. I miss it. I do, so I do recess duty every day. I'm on permanent recess duty because my partner, what normally happens is like uh, one okay. week the, the language arts team will take recess duty and the math team will take lunch and then they'll swap every few weeks. But since I am permanently both, they're like, why don't you just do recess duty the whole time? Because that's where we need more hands on deck for 
all the things. Does this that get you out of like carpool? Is there oh, some, no. something else that you're no. excused from? No, it just means that I never have lunch duty. I would prefer recess duty oh, over lunch recess duty. Recess duty is so much better than I, lunch it's, duty. It's super boring. And B, I hate watching kids eat. It mm-hmm. grosses me out and the smells and just. God, Ooh, can I say sucks. something controversial? Yes. <laughs> so, um, I never had recess duty at my last school just because of the way the schedule worked. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had lunch duty, which was the fucking worst. But every once in a while, a couple times a year, and this is not teachers being on their phones or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. every once in a while, teachers would get um, an email that was shaming them into not playing with the kids at recess. That sucks. Like you shouldn't just be standing around. You should be engaging. Oh my God, I just remembered I have a message I need to read that <gasps> Miss uh, E okay. sent in to us. Okay, yes, yeah. So what do you think about that? About about shaming them into, into telling them that they need to play with the kids? Well, if they want them to be like observing everything how can you be playing a game and also knowing what the fuck is going on oh good point all over the place like if you have that many people out there sure you can play i don't think it should be required of you like kids don't want to play with you maybe maybe they would like a break just hanging out with their friends and being dipshits together without you up in their business but for me it's more like i can't play this with you right now because i'm trying to keep an eye on four corners of the playground right right no i can't play this with you good i'm glad because i also would read that and be like that's fucking bullshit if i just want to look around like uh, observe the horizon right yeah then i should be able to do that okay so i want you to look at how long uh so miss e sent me this i think last week can you tell how long this message is from her school holy Mm. lord yeah, oh. so this is long Well, they put message. at least little graphics in between these paragraphs. Yep, and so you're going to see nice. why. But I need a name of a fake school from you, please, oh. so I can replace it. Carnegie's Melons. All right, Carnegie's Melons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> that's a Big Johnson shirt somewhere. No, that's, that too, that's too smart for Big Johnson too shirts. Smart. Um, uh, okay, um, so uh, this is called The Story of Cinderella in Carnegie's Melons Land. So they have named the school school with land after it. So it says, once upon a time, there was a sub coordinator named Cinderella. So this is really long. I'm not going to read the whole thing. And it says like every day she would get a list of what teachers were absent and she would coordinate the subs and everything was great. Eventually, there got to be few and fewer substitutes. Uh So like everything kind of started to suck for this sub coordinator. And it was like, so the sub coordinator needs teachers to volunteer on their off period fuck you to fill in fuck you and then it's like and cinderella would like to remind everybody that you get 25 dollars if you do so i don't know if it's really 25 dollars, but i guess it got to the point where they had to start paying, paying people teachers for their time that for they're... their yeah i know right so so yes so it goes on and on it's very long it's like a full page so it says epilogue teachers i would like to remind you that there is a comp there's compensation when you cover a class during the school day this is blah 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 written by the sub coordinator we really need your help oh my god can you like oh my goodness how oh. Oof. 
I'm so sorry, Miss E. I'm going to buy you a drink next week when I'm in your town. I mean, at least they're offering to pay him instead of being like, hey, we're taking away half of your planning to go yeah. cover so that, this class. That happened to me maybe three or four times when mm-hmm. I taught middle school. And the way they would do it was um, we had an hour and a half because we have block schedule. Mm-hmm. So there were like six of us. And we would just each have to go for like 17 minutes or something. So we wouldn't do a, so if there, if so, if a math teacher was out and they weren't able to get a sub, yes, they would have us each do like a little tiny shift. So we didn't lose our whole planning time, but it only happened like three times in my whole, you know, several years there. Man, this, it's getting real bad out there. Like at my own, at my own school, we we do not have sub coverage like it's it's bad and so we're having to split classes um we have apparently two people going out on maternity leave in the spring and we can't find anybody to fill those long-term sub stop spots and it's like young elementary so what are are you just gonna have giant classes like what's the deal I don't know. It's it's really starting to freak me out a little bit. Yeah, I think I would. To... I think I would do it, except for they pay subs like a hundred dollars a day. Yeah, it's it's garbage. So pay. low, because the district where I'm doing theater right now, my assistant is in school to be an elementary ed teacher, so she's working as a sub, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh yeah, there's an opening ever. There's so many openings oh, yeah. every single day. You can find a job like, wherever you it's want. Like, oh God, I could do it, but man, it's like. It's a hundred dollars a day. That's yeah, so. It's not even worth. Your so sad. Gas to get there. I know. But yeah, it's it's freaking me out a little bit. Not only as a teacher, but like as a parent to kids who are in school. Because mm-hmm. what's going to happen if it keeps getting worse? Do, is it just like now we have you have to have alternating schedules, so only some kids get to come? Like right. What ha- I don't know what happens. It freaks me out. I mean, they did that in. Um... When we were listening to Nice White Parents, they did that at schools in New York. Oh, Do you yeah. remember them talking about it in like oh, the 70s yeah. and 80s when they had either a teacher shortage or it was over, I think it was overcrowding, overcrowding. in the schools. So yeah. students came, they came in the morning shift or the afternoon shift. Mm-hmm. And that's just how they Can did you it. imagine? Well, they just, I guess they just cut all like the ancillaries and stuff. So they're they just getting to. reading, writing, arithmetic. And it would take more even more people out of the workforce because that would be probably almost all the time the moms having to stay home and watch the kids and so who are the majority of nurses and teachers but women so it's just that's a nasty cycle what a somebody fix it um why don't you do your screaming in the parking lot first because my screaming in the parking lot goes directly into my all worth it moment screaming in the parking lot my screaming in the parking lot is that i had a conference this week with a um guardian for a child who has been like very smart kid but the grades are terrible because the behaviors like respectful to your face never talks back never does anything like ugly but never doing the work rolling around on the floor leaving the classroom without permission when it goes unnoticed just like right. constant stuff like this. I've confiscated probably 90 things of slime from this kid and just <laughs> goes around begging slime. people for snacks and just just stuff that's like, and then not getting any of the work done. So I have been in contact with this guardian pretty much every week since the beginning of the school year. And their excuse is, well, they just, they don't know math because they're from another state and they didn't do math the same way. And so it's hard. And I'm, just, oh and I'm like, well, but also this kid is the highest reader in my class and high and everything else. And I am doing like one-on-one and small group math with this kid every day. 
but they refuse to write down the things that I'm like pointing at their desk. I'm like, hey, write, draw this array with me. We're gonna do it together. They just don't do it. They're like, okay. And then they just don't. They'll like draw a rectangle and start drawing like plants out of it and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> the deal is I am bending over backwards and your kid is not. I gave them a 70 last nine weeks because they really had like a 63. So I rolled it up. So it's not right. a failing grade. But I'm trying to get across to you is if the effort, if they don't give me anything back, I don't, there's nothing I can do to make them better mm-hmm. at math. And then this guardian is like, well, I don't understand what the problem is because at home, we don't have to motivate this kid. Like they don't require motivation because when we say do it, they do it. And I'm like, okay, well, um, so when I'm standing over your kid. Yeah, and so you're a them, dirty liar is what I'm, is what I'm hearing. That or <laughs> what, well, what it came across is as is they don't do that at home because I beat the ever living piss out of them. Oh, it's one of those things like, okay. well, they listen to me. Different. They respect me. So it came across as like, they don't respect you. And that's why they don't do stuff. And I'm like, um, that's horse shit. And then, so I had the, I had one of the APs in on this meeting with me because I'm so sick of having these conversations and they're putting all the excuses on like, well, that's, that's cause they're behind in math. And I'm like, I understand that. That's why I'm working so intently. If at home you could just help this kid memorize their times twos, just work right. on that until we've got him. And they're like, well, I'm trying to back off and let the biological mother do that. And, blah, blah. and I'm just like, oh my, just excuses out the ass. Yeah. So anyway, at the end of it, it's just so frustrating because I really, it's the whole purpose of this is to help the kid. So like, right. why is this becoming a defensive situation when we just need to be on the same team? Like, how right. can we help the kid? Anyway, it just really pissed me off and rubbed me the wrong way. So all I'm doing is trying to help this kid and the, and then I know for a fact, so at the end of the conference, I was, um, she said something about how, you know, I tried to get her mom to come to this conference instead of me, but she wouldn't come. And I was like, yeah, I've had a really hard time getting in touch with her. She goes, oh yeah, she's not going to talk to you on the phone. And I was like, okay. Oh no. I understand. So I just (sighs) know that it's full of shit. She's like, oh, but the child loves you. She goes, she talks about you all the time. She loves you and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, okay, well, um, I don't know what else to do. So right. I guess I'm just telling you what's happening. So when they fail, you know yeah, why you're aware. I'm, I've got all this fucking documentation. So uh, frustrating. That sucks. All right. My um, screaming in the parking lot is so petty. I went to a whiskey tasting, mm. <laughs> a whiskey tasting and like a, uh, not really fancy dinner. It was for this barbecue place. So it was good food, but it wasn't yeah. like hoity-toity fancy. Um, yeah. or anything like that. So I've been to several whiskey and wine tastings and stuff like that in my adult life. And it's usually like a like, okay, now let's all like smell this one and taste. This is going to go with your whatever course. You'll taste mm-hmm. notes of blah, 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 blah. Please enjoy. And then like 20 minutes later, they're like, okay, Come let's go to our me. next one. So they had this guy that was so boring and talked the whole time and i and was just like and was like does anyone does anyone have any questions and somebody would ask a question and he'd be like oh the interesting thing with this is and then he would just talk at this on and on it's like antiques roadshow so i'm getting like so antsy and annoyed and this thing was expensive and i want to talk to my friends and just so i'm just like texting people under the table and like like uh, and then i put like he keeps saying interesting and then I have the the Princess Bride meme. You keep saying that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. 
so I'm being like the worst audience. I'm getting like I just like I could I couldn't stand it. I had had yeah. a long day. It's I like when I go to still. a bad PD, I do that shit too. Yes, so and I didn't have anything to like occupy my hands with. Mm-hmm. Like if this had been a restaurant with like some crayons and a paper tablecloth, I feel like <laughs> right. I would have been fine. Drawing so, dicks all over it. So it's just like, oh, just like people that can't read the room and either move on or or like like you could you could answer these things in succinct ways. And he just was not. Yeah. And the person running the event, you could tell that he could tell Mm -hmm. because he would like every once in a while step in and say something. So this is going to turn into my all worth it moment because I had um, I'm sitting here in this thing and I'm like, my poor students what do they do if they have a boring teacher the whole semester yeah. and they just have to listen to a 90-minute lecture twice a week? So I was like, hey, for our for our warm-up question today, because I just do a stupid, like, what's your favorite thing to drink in the morning? What's your whatever? Yeah. Just a way to get everybody talking at the beginning of class because it's a two-hour class and it's yeah, it's Tuesday, Thursday, um, and it doesn't start till 4 p.m. So they're Ugh. pretty fucking tired by the time they get to my class. Uh, so this one was like, hey, this is going to sound facetious, but I'm – I'm being very honest. And then I was like, I went to this whiskey tasting, blah, blah, blah. What the hell do y'all do when you're just in a boring lecture? <laughs> and then they all went around or they they were some people were like, oh, I doodle. I have to doodle. Yeah. They were like, I have to. It's like, I'll, I'll kind of take notes, but then I draw stuff and then I'll go back and look at my notes. And I'm like, what the what fuck the is hell? going on? Yeah. Um, and then my one student, Ben, was like, oh, I just stare off into space. <laughs> having this like great bonding moment of of the students telling me what they do and me being like oh y'all i like we need a code word for if i ever get super boring boring. um but just it was whiskey yes it was just it was a really good like bonding experience with the kids and i think gave them the whole like i understand and i paid to do that oh but you're paying for this so we're all it's the same thing oh It was it was really cute. Oh, that's that is cute. All right, well here's my all worth it. We officially have word that the virtual academy in our district will be ending during Christmas break. It's yes. gonna be gone, which means that starting in 2022, I'll just be teaching two subjects, which I'm a little bit sad about, but also just like you do love thinking, having those kids all day. But love, it'll be so much easier. It'll I do be so love much it. Easier. There's some of them though that I'm I'm already like so excited about like, oh, I get to split these two apart because this one will yes. really shine when they're not around this one. And like, I'll get crazy kid. I'm gonna have him in the morning and not the afternoon. Like, oh, I'm already so excited. So oh, good. Huge good news. Just to have another human being to use as a teacher yes. on campus will be nice. Yes. Because our class sizes, did I tell you that um, the district had to get like state approval, they had to get these waivers signed to expand our class sizes? Uh, yeah. Above the lim- okay. Yeah. So just to like ease the load from everybody and just have class sizes of like 20 instead of 25 27 fourth graders oh that's gonna be amazing nice yeah we're really excited Mm, 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 congratulations mm. yay all right oh oh yeah we had um do we want to say we have a voicemail Hmm. What time are we at? Yeah, this one we're already at like fifty-five minutes. Oh yeah. Okay. So so, let's so we'll so we did. I know I teased a, a voicemail from Miss Tuesday, but I'll play it next week because we talk too much. Uh, it's so funny because sometimes we'll get these subjects and I'm like, God, how are we gonna stretch this to 45, 50 minutes? And we then because we just talk. We about make it up as we go along. Hey, are you making it up as you go along? <laughs> <laughs> just what. Redacted. <laughs> redacted. Redacted, redacted. 
<laughs> Which is what I don't think anybody would be able to put Nobody that together. Um, uh, which is what most teachers are doing in these past couple of years. <laughs> so do you have a BS in education? We love getting voicemails from you, emails from you. Um, hey, we're going to this that Instagram post that I'm about to post right now is going to make Ooh. so much more sense. Y'all going to be like, what um, the hell? You're going to know in two days. <laughs> uh, uh, so give us a call at 234-73-TEACH. Email us at bsineducation2020 at gmail.com. Follow our um, Instagram. And thanks for listening, y'all. This has been a BS in Education. Class is ended. Time to go. Pick up your crayon off the floor. Class is ended. Time to go. I don't want to see your face no more. Thank you for listening to ABS in Education. My tummy hurts.